0: Hello and welcome to Internet Marketing, episode 11, on Tuesday, the 3rd of October, 2006.
1: Good morning, Mr Rowles. How are you, sir? Morning, Mr White. I'm very well indeed, thank you. What are we talking about today, Daniel? We were going to be talking about accessibility. Um, but we're actually going to talk about internet strategy instead. And the reason for that is that we've looked at our audience figures, and Mm. we've seen that an awful lot of our audience is actually in the US. And normally when I talk about accessibility, we talk about a lot of the UK kind of legalities surrounding it. So what we want to do is actually pull together one that covers a lot of our international audience as well. So we're going to come (laughs) back to that one, and we'll be doing that one next week. Okie dokie. Let's get started then. Yeah, absolutely. Today's all about internet strategy. Okay. So what do we mean by internet strategy, then? Well, what we've done in the past is we've talked about very tactical things, actual practical, implementable kind of um, internet marketing techniques that we can use. What we haven't really talked about is how you pull all these together and how that looks at the overall picture of what you're trying to achieve. So this is really about, okay, we've gone through the first 10 episodes, we've talked about all the things we can do, we said how we can do them, we've introduced them, but we need to now step back and say... Why are we using them? And let's put it put it into a bit more perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all really about um, where you are at the moment and where you want to be. So where you're positioning yourself in the market. And this really goes back to kind of quite pure business and marketing kind of practice. But fitting that around the whole internet strategy. So you're working out where your business is positioned at the moment how do people see your business uh, how do they come across you? Where, do you where do you look in terms of your marketplace and your competition um, just how people are perceiving you in the marketplace and then where do you actually want to be do you want to be where you are is that okay so you need to consolidate that position or are there other things you want to try and achieve do you want to move into a different part of the market are there different customers you want to focus on so it's really looking at how we can focus on all that kind of thing and look at the techniques we've learnt about in the last kind of 10 episodes to achieve those things
0: so it's sort of where you are now and where you want
1: to be, but in terms of internet marketing?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think
1: that's it. And, and really, okay. like with any marketing, there's three stages. You've got the acquisition, when you're actually getting the customers. There's yeah. this conversion, where you're converting them into actual paying customers that are buying from you. And there's mm-hmm. retention, where you've got those people buying from you and you want them to come back and buy again, and you want to, you know, them to stick with you and have loyalty to your brand. Um, and they're all things that are very clearly achievable through internet marketing. Yeah, When we... When we talk about acquisition, we're talking about you know, the search engine optimization, the pay-per-click marketing, that are getting people yeah. to your website in the first place and making them aware of you. Mm-hmm. Um, the conversion side of things is when you're talking about things like usability, your website design, so that people are on your website and they're then you know, becoming customers and buying from you or making contact to whatever it is that you want them to do. Mm-hmm. The retention is a combination of a lot of these factors. and it's The retention is all about... Um, how they've experienced your brand so far, so what they've thought of your website, um, did the pay-per-click ad match to what they actually got when they came to the website, and you know, did mm-hmm. they have a good experience of that? When they actually, the product arrived with them, if they, if you shipped a product, how was their experience of that? Did they get a follow-up email saying, we hope you received the product, okay, do you want some feedback? Um, so the, the retention side of things is about the whole experience that a customer has, yeah. and retention, um, will it be affected by everything from if they speak to you on the phone if they receive an email from you what your website looks like it's the whole customer experience so internet marketing will have a strong effect on that um, there were some interesting stats that came out recently um, and I won't quote where they're from because I don't hold too much weight in them but they said that 84% of people will not come back to your business if they don't like your website now that meant you know come back to business through the telephone through the email or anything like that so yeah I wouldn't go to 84%, but I'd say that it does have a strong impact. Um, Your overall internet market will have a strong impact on what effect your overall business will be had. So Um, looking at those three stages is very important. The one thing I always come back to in all of this is return on investment. You always need to be looking at return on investment. The key thing about that is if you're doing pay-per-click, you're doing search engine optimization, you're running an analytics campaign, you're having bits of your website rebuilt, it's all costing you money. And you really mm. need to be able to work out what's what's getting a return for you. So, for example, um, with pay-per-click, it's relatively simple to do. You can put the tracking code in place. You can spend 30 pence on a click. You know, every 20 clicks or so gets you a sale. A sale's worth £50. Pounds. You know what your margins mm. are. You can work out your return on investment quite clearly.
0: That's the big thing about internet marketing, isn't it? Because you can really, it's so easy to measure. You've got that sort of almost instant... Um, Feedback, so it's really easy to measure return on investment.
1: Completely. I mean, with, as we said, pay per click, it's really, really easy. With something like search engine optimization, it's easy, but it's not as straightforward. So you need mm-hmm. to be thinking about things like okay, we've spent £400 optimizing our website. Um, over the last, you know, the, the following six months, we've then received an additional 20% of traffic from Google. Of that traffic, we know X converts into sales. So it's very important to have the analytics solution in place, like Google Analytics that we discussed, so you can actually work these measurements out. Um, And it's really important as well that you're looking at what the value of a customer is. Each customer may be worth £50 a sale to you, but in the lifetime value of that customer, if they come back and order once a month, that lifetime value is massive. So it's worth spending more on the acquisition side of things, of getting the customers in the first place. Yes. You'll also find once you've got a customer... Um, it's much cheaper to keep that customer and keep them buying, keeping the retention side of things going, than it is trying to get a new customer in. So you can then work out what a lifetime value of a customer is, what it costs to get a new customer, and compare those two as well and just work out where you need to focus your spend.
0: What are the internet strategies, um, Daniel, for sort of retaining a customer?
1: It's about user experience generally. So it's about two key things. How they go through the process of buying and interacting with you. So how is your website... Um, what kind of emails and, and um, interaction do you have them and do they have a, a pleasant experience from that? Yeah. Um, much like any other business, it's about the quality of the product that's delivered. But with a web, it's much easier to have an impact in terms of quality of service because people don't really expect anything out of the ordering when they're using the web. If you go that extra mile when you're using a website, um, they get a personal follow-up email asking them some questions. That does make a big difference. Yes. The yeah. other one is actually then be able to have some sort of effect and change on your business. In that if there is a feedback form they can fill in, or if there is a questionnaire or a survey, and they actually see action from that, that will really, really help with retention. Um, when a customer feels that they're involved with your business and they're getting a lot of kind of, they, they really feel you're responsive to them and you care about them, you can expect between twenty and forty percent upturn in sales from that customer. So that's massive. Right. I mean, that's, that, that, that could be huge volumes of sales for you. So it, it really is important to look about that retention side of things. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Now, how does, how does internet marketing, I mean, we're talking about the, the, the whole sort of internet marketing strategy, but it's, it's a question I often wonder about. How, how, does it, how do a lot of companies sort of dovetail internet marketing into their sort of bigger picture, their sort of whole marketing
1: picture, sure. like the marketing mix? Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot don't. Um, they'll run a, a print campaign in magazines or a TV advertising campaign, and that will have nothing related to what's going on. In the actual websites and the, the internet marketing side of the business. Mm. The, the worst example of that is when somebody runs a special offer in a magazine, you go on the website and you can't find it, or vice versa. Yeah. It's on the website but you can't find it else. You phone up, they don't know what you're speaking about. You have to have one account online, one when you phone up and make place an order. Um, if you go into the shop, they don't know anything about either of those. It's so not joined up. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be yeah. integrated. It needs to be kind of marketing that's all kind of um, heading in the same direction. The other thing is that you can use one media to leverage another. So if you're using a print advert, um, it's hard to judge how many people are reading your, your print adverts and what return you get from those. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of surveys you can do and you can, you, can, you can get all kinds of facts and figures in the magazines. But a really good way of getting some figures is to put a code on the advert and say, if you go to a website, fill this in, and you'll get a discount of X percent. Right. You can really see then a direct correlation between who's coming to your website from that print ad. Um, and if you work out that you know, the amount of your business that comes through the website is 10% then you can obviously correlate that between okay, 10% of people coming from the advert have come this percentage and you can, you can roll it through and work out some percentages of where your people are coming from and how effective your print advertising is um, you can also promote launches of a website through print and other media um, and it just, it's just using one to leverage the other and trying to think about how you can do it in clever ways um, people quite like having codes from a flyer that they can put in online and discover some sort of competition so lots of yeah. big brands have done it Coca-Cola have done it all those kind of people where there'll be a code on the can or underneath the, the kind of ring pool you go on the website you put the details in and you can win a prize or you can, you can add yeah. up kind of um, loyalty points from that
0: I've actually experienced um, recently a really nice example of that. I mean, I, I recently purchased um, a book by Jason Van Orden on okay. promoting your podcast, which is actually a brilliant book. little okay. plug there for Jason. And um, if you go to the back of the book, he gives you a sort of secret bit of the website you can go to and download some sort of freebie stuff that only people that bought the book will probably know about. And he does a lot of stuff like that. So it's just a great example of, of, of where if you buy the book, suddenly you've got some other things open to you as well, exactly. which, uh, which is really great.
1: And, uh, and what you're able to do then is obviously continue to interact. So if, it, if you buy a book from someone, they don't know much about you. They can't really see what you're interested in. If, they, if you're coming to the website, they can look at what pages you're looking at. You might fill in a form. You give them email details. So you're building the relationship. And um, internet marketing used carefully can really help to build interactive relationships. It's not this old-fashioned form of push marketing where you push the marketing out and you hope people respond to it. With internet marketing, you can really build relationships and have people coming back to you. You can interact with them. You can see what they're interested in. And what they get is what, what they want and what they're interested in. So you get higher response rates. And that's the whole point of internet marketing is you're building business in, a, in a, a way that's good for the customer and good for you. Daniel, in the programming
0: world, because as you probably know, I, I, I'm a programmer and a bit of a geek. We have this concept of design patterns, which is where sure. uh, a way of doing something a certain way is proved to be very successful. So people tend to duplicate the pattern and use it again later. Yeah. Would you say there are kind of like marketing patterns? I mean, you mentioned about um, integrating online marketing with traditional marketing and things like that. And then we spoke briefly about how they can be linked. Are there patterns, are there common patterns that work very well that people should be trying to use?
1: Very much so. Um, In terms of design, first of all, there's very clear um, website design principles that should be followed. Um, And there are some places you can get, Um, these kind of design patterns already I mean if you look at a website like um, um, Mm e-consultancy.com they have quite a few design pattern bits and pieces there already so from a usability point of view there's practical stuff that works Mm -hmm. Um, from an interaction point of view there are certain processes that you'd you get used to using Um, for example if you worked in the financial world when people opt in for an email you should use double opt-in so someone would come in They'd ask for the email, you'd send them an email saying, are you sure? You'd say yes. That was a best ah, practice. Okay. That seems yeah. to work. Okay? Yeah. But also in terms of how you, you deal with people, how an email should be written. There are lots of best practices. I wouldn't precisely call them design patterns, but mm. you tend to find each different business has a different set of customers and they will build their own design patterns. And this is what this is all really about, is about getting feedback and actually working out what works and building your own patterns. We know working in this way works, so we'll do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. And having an iterative process in, the way, in, the, in place to actually um, to feed back into that, kind of developing that design pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does actually lead me on to my next point because what you need to know is what do you focus on and when do you focus on it? When should you be doing pay-per-click? When should you be doing SEO? All that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and what will work for you? And it all comes back to measurement and analytics. When you know what the lifetime value of your customer is, when you can see that if you change something on your website slightly, it's improving, and you're getting higher sales and you're increasing that value, then there's some clear indicators there of what you should be doing and when you should be doing it. And you just need to make sure that you're collecting the right kind of information but you're really acting on it as well. And it's very easy with internet marketing. It's something you know, I've done in the past as well, is that you collect lots of information together um, and you oh, look at this information. It's fantastic. But you don't do anything with it. You don't really make any sensible decisions about what you should do. And it's much better to have simple information, small amounts of it that you can actually act on, than reams and reams and reams of stats. So just be very aware of information overload. Um, yeah. Take that information and try to create um, some practical changes that you can measure, come back, see what effect your changes have had, and then continue to kind of have that iterative loop. Keep on changing, keep on adjusting to what the customer wants, mm-hmm. and then just see what the results are.
0: Can we just drill down a little bit into this concept of, of, of customer feedback? Because I think it's so mm. important. I mean, you mentioned earlier about the interactive nature of online marketing. Yep. But are there any specific things within the sort of um, subject of customer feedback we should be focusing on?
1: I think one thing that's easy to do is make assumptions. So uh, what's always good is that you quite often see on the front page of a website. There will be a little instant poll survey where you can say, you know, um, you found it easy to order from this website. Yes, no, definitely not. You click on that. Now, you're assuming that your order process is really easy to use. You put something like that up. People click on it. You'll very quickly see if that's the case or not. People are quite happy to click on one second surveys and it will give you a general direction to head in. So that's the first stage. you you kind of got a general idea of what the customer is thinking. Mm -hmm. You then have got that and you realise that there's a problem with your, your shopping cart. People aren't happy about the process. You could then, as you're collecting people's email address, you send out an email survey. Now, we found Friday afternoons, email surveys are fantastic. People love filling email surveys in a Friday afternoon because they'll do pretty much anything to avoid doing some work on a Friday afternoon. So, works <laughs> That's for me. It's human every nature, time. isn't it? It is. Absolutely. For a,
0: yeah.
1: so, so, you, you get, those, uh, get those surveys out and uh, simple questions, easy to respond to. People are quite happy to do that. Um, offer some sort of incentive you know give them give them something personal as well don't offer an incentive that's related to the business so you know if it's an engineer don't offer them an oscilloscope offer them the new type of iPod something like that just, mm-hmm. just give them something that's personal to them and they'd be interested in once you do that you start getting really personal feedback and also leave a field for any other comments 90% of people won't fill it in but the, the, the small percentage that do you'll get some really really valuable feedback and you'll be really surprised um, so I think yeah, the more personal engagement you can, you can create the better You can also obviously look at the web stats and the analytics and see how they're behaving, and you can take some general trends from that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the more personal that feedback gets, the better.
0: Fantastic information.
1: I think that's that's some general points. The the key thing I was going to focus on is measure, measure, measure. Just always make sure that you're getting the measurements, but you're getting the right measurements, and you've got that data to work with. Um, It's not as easy as it would seem. Working out your value of your customers, um, how much it costs you to optimize one page on your website, um, what percentage of your orders just a single product represents. It's all data that you need to know, but then mm. you've got to sit down and pull it all together, and it does take some time for you to sit down and work that out. Um, yeah. And you might, you might be really focusing on a part of the market that's not productive, for you might be looking at the low end of the market, you know, the, the, low, va- the low value, high kind of um, numbers of products. But you might be much better off going to the other end of the market where you're sending much higher quality, lower volume. So try and analyse those figures. And you can get all these figures of internet marketing. That's what's exciting about it. It's not impossible to do. It just takes the time and the effort to sit down and really work out these measurements and then to try and apply them in a practical way. So once you get there, it's fantastic. You've got a business model that allows you to adjust and just keep improving your profits, basically. Um, Which is, you know, if everyone could do that to say, right, I change this, my profits go up, it'd be a perfect kind of business world. So internet marketing does allow that, but it takes a while to get there. So you've just got to keep going with it.
0: Daniel Rose, as always, superb information. And how can people contact you?
1: If they want to get hold of us, they can obviously just come to our website at www.academyinternet.com or they can email us at info at If you want to give us a phone, it's 441273 733 and that's if you're outside of the UK. And if you're in the UK, you can call us on 01273 Seven three three four three three.
0: Fantastic. And of course, I would strongly encourage people to subscribe to this podcast. So, uh, press that subscribe button in iTunes and it will be delivered to your earbuds on a,
1: on a more or less weekly basis when we're not late. And what are we talking about next week then, Daniel? We are going to cover accessibility next time um, and we're going to cover a lot of the legal issues in the UK and the US and around Europe as well. So we're going to try and make it as internationally flavoured as possible for our different listeners.
0: Well, I look forward to that. And folks, have a great week. See you next time from Internet Marketing. Internet marketing was brought to you by summitsolutions.co.uk.